My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 9th of September. I'm Zara and today you'll be waking up to the news that Queen Elizabeth II has died. Buckingham Palace confirmed the death overnight Australian time. The Queen was 96 and her reign lasted 70 years. The death of Her Majesty the Queen is a huge shock to the nation and to the world. Through thick and thin, Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we needed. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. She is now succeeded by her son, Charles. Now, I'll be completely honest, we had a very different podcast lined up for you today. Obviously, nobody was expecting this news out of the UK. So in the coming days, we will be able to deliver you a deep dive on what Queen Elizabeth II's death means for the UK, for Australia and for the rest of the world. But for today's deep dive, I'm going to throw to a chat that I had with Billy about consent classifications in Australia. Thank you for supporting The Daily Oz and please head to our Instagram for more constant updates on this massive story. A bill to legislate Labor's 2030 emissions reduction target will become law after amendments passed both the Senate and the House of Representatives yesterday. Under the bill, a 43% emissions reduction target by 2030 will become law. Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe has said he is, quote, committed to preventing the rise of inflation and he's also offered a hint that cash rate rises might begin to slow down in the near future. The Reserve Bank increased the cash rate by 0.5 percentage points to 2.35% on Tuesday, marking the fifth consecutive month that the figure has risen. Federal Attorney General Mark Dreyfus has been accused of breaching the Ministerial Code of Conduct for holding shares in a firm funding court actions in Australia. Opposition leader Peter Dutton accused Prime Minister Anthony Albanese of failing to enforce the code with his own ministers during question time yesterday. And the good news, UK children's show Peppa Pig has introduced a same-sex couple for the first time in its history. The characters are introduced as the two mothers of Penny Polar Bear, Peppa's classmate, and come after a 2019 petition called on the show's writers to feature more LGBTQI plus characters in the show. We're talking today about a call for a new classification for movies and TV. It is C for consent. The idea being that there should be a warning on content that features a lack of consent. Billy, should we start with where these calls are actually coming from? Yeah, so it's all coming from a not-for-profit organisation called Consent Labs. And so they're the ones who are campaigning for this new rating C. And so they're suggesting the use of the letter C to indicate that a movie or TV show depicts a lack of consent. And they compare it to existing classifications for coarse language, nudity and drug use. And they say that there's basically power in knowing what you're watching and it 
would help audiences, they say, to identify what consent looks like or in this case doesn't look like on screen and also in real life. Okay, so what does consent labs actually say a lack of consent looks like to them? Because they're calling for this classification, but there needs to be quite a definitive understanding of what it is they want to classify. Well, I asked Angelique Wan, the CEO and co-founder of Consent Labs, about this. We really champion the affirmative consent model. So what we're looking for with consent is an agreement that's freely and voluntarily given, but it's also something that is actively sought. It's verbally communicated um, if both parties are speaking, and it's also continuous. So a lack of consent is when any of those things aren't given. Also, if there's, there's silence or there's, there's no communication at all. Okay, that all makes sense. But do you have any examples about some of the types of movies that they'd be giving a C rating for? Yeah, it's a really interesting list, I thought. It's stuff like Wedding Crashes, Ratatouille, The Devil Wears Prada, Bridgerton, Friends, and even The Notebook. There's a lot of very famous movies here. I mean, some of those make a lot of sense to me, but others don't. The Notebook, Ratatouille. Honestly, I think I had the same reaction to you, Zara, when I first saw the list. I'll tell you more after a quick message from our sponsor. Okay, so you asked me where there was a lack of consent in Ratatouille and The Notebook specifically. So when I spoke to Angelique, I asked her about this. Let's start with Notebook. Where in Notebook would there be a lack of consent? So in one of the very early scenes, actually, where there's a lot of pressure, guilt-tripping, sort of coercive elements being applied to someone asking another person out on a date. Oh, my God. I'm the king, no, stop going around. What are you doing? Oh, I the I'm going to ask you one more time. Will you? Or will you not go out with me? God damn, my head's slipping. You grabbed the bar, you idiot. Not until she agrees. Oh, go out with him, honey. Okay, okay, fine. I'll go out with you. Well, don't do me any favors. No. They're repeatedly asking again and again and applying a lot of pressure. That's a form of sexual harassment, which is really interesting because I definitely didn't pick that up when I first watched it as a teenager. I didn't have an understanding of what consent was or what sexual harassment was. Um, so it's really interesting to, to be able to, I guess, come to that realisation now that we, we do have a bit of a better understanding around consent. And what about Ratatouille? Ratatouille. So... In that one, there's no consent given in the kiss between the two main characters. So the female looks visibly quite distressed and not into the kiss at all, but um, the rat controlling the guy sort of forces the kiss upon her. It's that that classic surprise kiss that we see in a lot of rom-coms. And you actually see her holding up a, a mace spray, like a bottle of mace, then you see her sort of visibly relax. And it's that that classic trope that's often worked into quite a few rom-coms where a no's converted to a yes through um, repeated sort of requests or a bit of pressure or just going in for the act. But again, there was no verbal communication about whether she consented to the kiss. There really is that lack of consent present in both of those movies. And I think that until it was directly pointed out to me, 
I mean, maybe now I would like to say that I would have identified it, but I don't think that initially watching these movies, I don't remember that being something that I realised. It's much the same as when we think about political correctness and the lens with which we watch television and movies, certainly uh, retrospectively. But when it comes to classifications now, like we said at the top, there is already a classification system. It's how we know something is M or R or whatever else. How does it work at the moment? At the moment, films, TV shows and other publications are classified by the Classification Board, which is established in federal legislation. And the board's decisions are governed by the National Classification Code and accompanying guidelines, which the Federal Minister for Communications, along with relevant state and territory ministers, have the powers to change. Interestingly, though, material is generally only classified once, meaning that old films and TV shows would not automatically be reclassified if the code or guidelines do change. So essentially what I'm saying is that you can't really go back to the notebook, for example, and retrospectively add to the classification that the film depicts a lack of consent. Okay, so do we know if the government would actually be open to a new classification for consent or lack thereof for future movies? Yeah, this was my question because it's all well and good for there to be a campaign for the government to change something. Mm. But I think it's obviously really important to know if the government is even willing to change it. Definitely. So I reached out to the Federal Communications Minister, Michelle Rowland, about this and a spokesperson said that the current classifications board already has some scope to consider consent. So they said, and this is a quote, at present, the classification board identifies non-consensual sex in a film as, quote, sexual violence. And it goes on to say that consent as a concept is already a consideration of the board in determining whether there is violence depicted and if so, it's impact. And they also said that a review into the classification process is currently underway. So they are already somewhat looking at this. Okay, so the government's saying they already consider consent in the current classification system? Yeah, exactly, which I thought was interesting. So I also put that to Angelique when I spoke to her. When we reached out to the government, their response was basically, we are already reviewing classification, but we basically already have a model to identify when there is no consent. What is your response to that? If they feel they already have a model that identifies a lack of consent, I feel like that's not coming through clearly enough for the Australian public. So we did a piece of research ahead of this campaign in order to ask the question to Australians, do, are you able to identify a lack of consent on your screen? And three in five Australians were not able to. So I think if there is something currently in place, it's not currently cutting through or Australians aren't being adequately informed, which is why we feel that this new classification would, would sort of fill the gap that currently exists. Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you have learnt something new from today's episode, feel free to send it to a friend. It is how this little podcast grows. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful weekend.